0: Comedic controversies, strangeness in society, and a whole lot more. It's episode two, season three, of Beyond This Earth, starting right now. This is Beyond This Earth. Welcome to Beyond This Earth. This is. Noved Hollaback that's Hollaback We're in season 3 episode 2 There's a lot of things we want to discuss on this 30-minute segment, but it's related to the second segment I don't want to take your time too long on this particular segment But it's important to just get into what I want to discuss and it is somewhat connected to a role Tomasi in will be or has already discussed about a lot of these PUA guys, pickup artist guys going into religious aspects of their lives and there are some very interesting things that you need to watch out for and you need to look at in a real honest sense and have to consider some of the things that I stated last week as a somewhat of not so much of a pretest but an understanding a clearer perspective to what is really going on in the whole world at this in in this particular country and the whole world basically and we're going to talk about in the last 10 minutes about the comedians and their ultimate revenge against those the stewards, the stewards and the other people, the ma, the the mayors and all the rest, because it's important to understand the reality of how the media is shaping this particular. World event crisis But I want to focus on something that is deeply serious What happened in Loudoun County and what the government of this country, the United States government, the DOJ Did in response to it, but the information wasn't told in a way that made the DOJ look bad. Now, originally the DOJ a couple weeks ago stated that critical race theory was a legitimate argument they had in these schools. The basic idea was is that there were death threats and all these other things and so it reached a point to marion garland who was supposedly going to become one of the supreme court justices but they didn't get the chance to do so mr garland is now the head of the doj and he pretty much stated in a press conference a couple of weeks ago that The critical race theory thing can be discussed, but if there's such a thing as they feel as though that it reaches to the point of violence towards the school district or the school board, then it reaches to the point of what people consider, uh, what the DOJ considers domestic terrorism. That's basically what it is. Now, a lot of people got mad about this, rightfully so, I might add, because the discussions I've seen about it have been mostly peaceful, and basically, it didn't reach to the level of violence. Mr. Garland was using an example of one particular incident Dealing with a father, father-in-law father in County, Virginia. One of the richest counties in Virginia. And he basically said, this is the reason why we have to do this thing. Because it was connected to the whole critical race theory. And a whole nine yards concerning that. It wasn't connected to anything of that nature It was connected to this whole thing with transgender bathrooms, which they tried to put it into a whole big blanket of issues concerning these particular incidences that are happening in the school board all across the country, mind you, concerning CTR, CT, critical race theory, and the rest of it. And other particular issues concerning with how children are going to be taught. The basic problem with it is that the father was angry for a different reason. In that particular incident, that Marilyn Garland, as we now see, wrongly attributed to critical race theory discussions in the school board. That particular father was angry at the school board and started attacking them. And the reason being, and the reason why is that the father's daughter was assaulted in the bathroom by a perpetrator that was transitioning in the same age group. We later find out that that particular person who was transitioning a student was once in another school. And in another school, an incident happened with another student But the county school board covered the whole thing up. Tried to put a hush hush. They moved the perpetrator to another school where it happened again. The father went ballistic as any father would. And everything came into a head. with this particular situation once it was found out certain school board members and certain teachers all set in their resignations and it's still ongoing as we speak one of the reasons why a lot of the right wing, especially concerning these particular issues, were extremely pissed off, is that they hid this information and the DOJ used this particular information, plus the critical race theory issues and all the rest of it, as a form of trying to, what they consider, scare the people into compliance and to allow all these things are happening to these particular things to happen. One Twitter user pretty much made it very simple the whole concept of trans kids is a way of corporations to dictate who makes Money it is basically what a corporate is. is basically a corporate grab, money grab, a corporate takeover, if you want to put it in that particular terms, an ideological ding, an ideological gambit, as it were, created out of whole cloth in order to separate people from the important issues of the time and of the day, if you want to put it in particular terms. Basically, they ideologically test people on their morality, as it were. Where this has nothing to do with transgenderism on the whole, mind you. But it does have to deal with the protection of children. And it does have to deal with who should be in the bathrooms and who shouldn't be in the bathrooms. And it all goes back down to why in the world are they going after a man whose child was assaulted in a school and it was covered up in order to have the ideological victory this particular school district it to have I'll make it simple for all of you don't make it too difficult to ascertain Don't make it so much that You're gonna rack your brain around it The Democrats have always done this they will continue to do it. It's not gonna change Don't look for it to change. Don't expect things to disappear overnight saying kumbaya and a whole lot of it. That's not what this is. That's never what this is going to become. Understand that, and this Twitter user said it correctly, that they use transgenderism. Okay, they use transgenderism to allow the bullshit to take place. That's what it is. Where do you disagree with the transition and whatnot, and you think it's a sin and all the rest of it? I get you. I understand it. I get it. But I have un but I have unfortunate news to tell you. And it's come from a fantastic blog post by Aaron Clary. And it's somewhat related to all of this. It's sad to say, but we got to say it. He stated on the blog post, on his Captain Capitalism blog post, most women, whether it might be worldwide or maybe in the United States in particular, but most women, Don't like most men at all And he goes through The myriad Of things that women Do to avoid Most men or don't want to deal with them at all Regardless of The whole situation at hand It's a fantastic look into the things women do to hurt themselves. And one of the things that we need need to have a discussion about, unfortunately, for everyone involved. One of the things that we need to have a discussion about is the way that women hurt themselves and how it affects men in ways that are unpredictable. I'm going to explain this in much darker terms in the second segment. You're not going to like what I'm about to tell a lot of people and it opens doors to the realization of what is going on in this country. But I'm not gonna get there yet. We have other news that we need to discuss. And one of those other news is that the fight back has begun. And we have to talk about the world event crisis. Sanjay Gupta got goop dee goop out of his shoes by Joe Rogan. It looked bad. It was bad. It was horrid. And it explains a whole lot of shit concerning with one American news network and their dealings with AT&T and the way CNN sees itself and handles all of its other issues. I think I have a perspective on this. People do not want to accept or want to take in in terms that people will understand. I have to make this very clear. So everybody can understand this. Whatever they're saying about O N N and AT&T is not necessarily directly related to what they found out about OANN and AT&T. That's not what this is. But everything that OANN is and why AT&T support is directly connected to what right happened to Sanjay Gupta and Joe Rogan. You have protests going over these particular trends. I mean, I mean, I'm sorry about that. Dealing with this treatment, excuse me. I got it right. Treatment. Treatment mandates. Treatment passports. And the fight ban has begun in Australia, in Italy, and in other places of that nature. And Gupta, who is basically CNN's main reporter for this particular thing concerning the World event crisis that we are still going through Rogan put him on blast for three hours But Gupta played himself even worse by going on Don Lemon and Pretty much saying we had to do this in order for things to be acceptable in order to prove my case to the rest of our audience your audience is dying are you freaking kidding me right now CNN the fact you got embarrassed Mr. Gupta in front of a guy who has been doing UFC since the beginning of his career or near the beginning of his career You should be fucking ashamed. That's basically what this is. You should be fucking ashamed. Not fucking proud that you didn't give them any honest answers. Say, I don't know. I don't get this. This than the other thing. It would have been better off For everyone involved if you if he did that instead of Going out there and trying to out alpha The alpha in that particular situation to coin the phrase And then Twitter went out and then Instagram went out and then Facebook went out and said In unison rarely Joe Rogan has become the most trusted face in all media when you did that Sanjay Gupta Don Lemon has no fucking legs to stand on. Let's just be make that fucking clear right the fuck this instant Especially with his issues with sex pesting and that is being investigated internally by CNN. Or is it? These days we don't even know. The pressure was placed. On this media and its mediums. And I just want to go to a video before we get into the next segment. It's not going to be long because it's connected to the next segment. Is connected to how people are raised. Because we have to bring it all back to the way. Decisions were made throughout the years. That led everyone to this point in time. That we now have to think about all sorts of shit. And all sorts of changes in order to get things into a particular place where a human being can succeed in this world. And be able to not always to be on survivor mode. Which unfortunately, in the next couple of episodes we're going to explain this all to you. Unfortunately, we are going to reach that place. That it's all going to be about survival. Let's go back to the issue concerning Facebook, Instagram, and the way that women see each other. And I just want to look at this because this is all connected to what is going on. I just want to play a clip from the new Monday morning, Tuesday morning, Wednesday morning, Thursday morning. Friday morning, Saturday morning, Sunday morning.
1: Children ages eight to 12 spend four to six hours a day watching or using screens. And for teens, it's up to nine hours a day. I sit down with my 11-year-old daughter, Mia, for an honest conversation about her social media use. I wanted to find out which apps she uses the most and how they make her feel. Take a look. Let's say out of 10 friends, how many of them do you think have an Instagram account or a TikTok account? All of them. Now, do you use Facebook?
2: No. <laughs> That's for grandma's. <laughs> okay.
1: Your mom uses Facebook. She's not a grandma. Okay. <laughs> do you use Instagram?
2: No. I have an account, but I don't use it. Okay.
1: Now, do you use TikTok? Yes. How often?
2: Um, do you want the truth? Yeah. Um, about. More than eight do- hours a day, probably.
1: Eight hours a day? Yeah. <laughs> and what do you use it for?
2: Um, I usually just scroll on TikTok and watch videos.
1: When you're on TikTok, mm-hmm. do you feel smarter?
2: Not smarter. Kind of just, like, more free. I feel like when I'm on TikTok, I can, like, relate to things better, you know? Sometimes when you're on social media, um, I wouldn't say it's like an addiction, but um, it'll be something that like brings you joy. But then when you don't find anything on it, you'll still want to look for things that'll make you happy.
1: I feel like at one point you were addicted to TikTok.
2: Yeah.
1: Do you think you were?
2: Definitely. (laughs) There's no doubt.
1: So let me ask you this. Do you like the color of your skin? Mm
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Do you like the way you look? Yes. Do you get positive reinforcement in this house? What are some of the things that your mom and I say to you?
2: Um, You remind me that my skin is beautiful, that um, when I'm going out for dinner or something and I dress up, that I look beautiful.
1: Are there times when you're on social media and maybe you don't like the way you look or you question how beautiful you
2: are? I find someone that's like really pretty. I'm like, oh my gosh, they're so pretty. And then um, I'll look at myself and I'll be like, oh, I wish I looked like them or something.
1: But then don't you turn around and think to yourself, I'm also pretty?
2: Yeah. I'm like, oh, I'm pretty anyway. It doesn't (laughs) matter.
1: (laughs) What would you say to kids who are on social media because they don't measure up to somebody else's standards, their lifestyle, or the way they look?
2: feel sad so um, recently I on the first day of school I tried to dress my best because I wanted to make a good impression
1: You're in a new school
2: yeah but then I realized like all the other most of the other kids they don't care and I have lots of respect for people who just don't care because as long as they don't care they seem happy because at the end of the day you might as well live your life um, with the ha- as happy as you can be. And just enjoy every second of it without trying to compare yourself or anything. Yeah, you are the
0: coolest. Now, understand this. Okay? This is an 11-year-old child with two-parent household in the home. Her answers are somewhat genuine. But we are reaching a point, unfortunately. And I know that Mr. Burleson is coming from a good place. But you have to understand the whole nuance of the situation. He raised his daughter to see herself as beautiful all the rest of it. Which is what a father should do. That's not the issue. The issue stems from an understanding of the world that doesn't match the reality of what we see now. And we're not here to throw this away or throw that away. We're not here to do that. But what we're seeing with Chappelle, What we're seeing with Rogan, what Norm O'Donnell went through and how he handled his own fight with cancer, which he ultimately lost. It is between a battle of those that have gone through shit in their lives versus those That have constantly gotten reinforced But had never faced anything in their lives That tests that reinforcement That's basically what this is It is no different and has has Nothing to do with all the politics today. It's about How that reinforcement has been tested And what comes out of that reinforcement when that child grows up to be a woman and when that child grows up to be a man versus those that went through shit And how they handle it and how it's gone through for it Because this is the basic problem I have Okay And this is why I have stated in my own assertion why In Twitter which I came back for only for a while why I retweet certain things on Twitter and I retweet other things on Twitter that they don't this that they disagree with and all the rest of these things No, because there are certain things that are correct There are certain things that I like that I want to retweet and I want to show people. But when it comes to these political social issues, the main issue is that you don't have all the answers. You don't have all the answers. And it's a joke to say that you do. Better to say I don't know Better to say I was misguided, especially with those who are Transgender that tried to release all the information about David Chappelle's contract Bergham's contract and all the rest try to just to get back at him even though In the basic sense he was saying, treat everybody with respect. The same way they tried to destroy genuine's career. Because he did not want to date someone who was a transgendered female. Didn't want to date her. Said it's not his thing. Didn't come out of the procession of hate. But everybody, but... Community said cities come from perception of hate, and then the turfs who still hate men's guts, and all the rest of it, and how Norm or uh, 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 Norm or handled all of this in his time versus a Bill Maher who half-step stings and a John Stewart who may have done one good thing in his life concerning 9-11, but is wrong about a lot of the other things liberals try to espouse as good. That is the fundamental problem we have. We have a problem with the way children and especially females are raised in this society to grow to hate their fathers, to grow to hate their brothers, to grow and hate other men, to grow to hate they, to grow to hate things that women used to do in order to perpetuate a worldview, which is beautifully seen by the recent Instagram post by Britney Spears of this divine female coming to save her from a conservatorship. If you do not understand where we are in this society, you are in trouble. We'll talk more about this and this argument in the second segment coming up right after this on Beyond This Earth. We'll be back with more after this. Beyond This Earth will continue right after these messages. We now return you to Beyond This Earth. Welcome back to Beyond This Earth. Nova Holler back here, I don't want to mince my words in this segment because it was scheduled to be a long one, and it is a long one, and I just want to try and keep it to the 20 minute mark, because I don't want to turn it around and say, oh this is a continuation of the project, this is all these other things, no. And this is, oh, you just hate women, this, that, and the other thing. It never was. But the unfortunate truth about why men are going to these churches and all the rest of these things, trying to find the trad wife, the magical woman, all the rest of these things. It's all another form of this divine goddess lie, devil worshipping, goddess worshipping, all this shit that the cons unfortunately are falling towards, and they're not looking at the basic reality of the situation. I have said this from the beginning, I am going to continue to say this until I'm blowing in the face, and I'm going to say it again. So everybody can hear this. Genuine desire can never be negotiated. It is the beginning and the end of Romo Tomasi's praxis. The beginning and the end of it. Basically, it's this. A man can like a woman that fits a certain amount of standards and understand the boundaries of those standards. A woman can like a man that fits what she wants in a companion standards boundaries. That's fine. The fundamental problem and mostly in the African-American community unfortunately I don't want to mince my words and this is not for every black woman in this world or even in this country but unfortunately in this observation a lot of women especially African American women if we look at it in a christian context i'm not talking about other contexts that you see out there but in a christian context over the last give it 30 years 1989 1990 maybe 1987 earlier than that They have become scions of Lucifer, scions of the devil, both willingly and unwillingly. Most women, unfortunately, in this modern era, westernized in many ways or others have become in a Christian context. I did not say any other context, but in a Christian context, have become scions of the devil. If you read Aaron Clary's work, recent blog, Captain Capitalism, about how much Women hate men and all of these movements that have come since 1848 and before. This is nothing recent. It is only because Of the grace of God and the luck and determination of men trying to save their own particular societies, that women even consider or even had the basis, in the past, mind you, of even having children. I don't want to go to the historical minutiae of this, but let it be known that European history is a literal miracle in luck and determination. Let's keep it on that simple terms. Oh, some people might say colonization helped in that too. I've stated in the project that a lot of it is connected to how women behave. And that hasn't changed throughout the decades. I said it's a connection between the Karen of today and the women of the past in the places that they had in the major nations that had colonies, if the way the women behave, regardless of creed creed or re- wealth, is the reasons why we had colonization. That's as basic and then simple as I can make it. In many sense, and this is not the Y'all forget the reason. I want y'all to listen to the reason again. I said it here. I said it in a day. The reason that particular movie, Pretty Peepy, was censored was not because of its content. How do I know this? We now have more proof. We haven't heard anything about Cutie since they put out the thing. Has it been there? Is it still in the hopper? Because of the world event crisis, this particular Pandemic, endemic, thing, it doesn't matter. The Supreme Court did not ban this movie because of its content concerning adults and that thing in the South. Did not do that. They banned it because it told the truth about the African American male. Period in the discussion. banned it because this, 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 and this. You're crazy. That was not true. It is implied that they did not want to tell the truth about slavery. It's implied there. It is implied. No one wants to tell you that bullshit. Some aspects of the story was told and butt breaking. Some aspects of it is was told in butt breaking. But the majority of what these the women did, these prostitutes did, oh, it's the truth, folks. It's worse than you can possibly imagine. That's the reason they censored Dane and they changed the law. They did it under the cover of, you know what, dark acts, which, she, which yes, That's just as bad too, but dark at on top of this shit. I just want to let y'all know, but back to the sign on the devil thing. Do you know what's going on in our churches today? Just to put it on an aside and to show you how liberals control the gambit in this country and to show you how stupid a lot of you cons have become playing their game from the end degree to the present time. The majority of men go into these churches trying to find God after their PUA days, their pickup artist days and all of it. It's It's not genuine. It's nowhere close to genuine. I don't believe it's genuine. There is a conversion that is genuine. A lot of the conversions I see to the church and all the rest of it, not genuine. Not at all. They're trying to cover up sins and all the rest of these things. There is no on trying to find mercy for things that happened. And all the rest of it falling into this and that and the other thing. They weren't successful. Now they have to find some sort of single mother to try to placate themselves into knowing that they are going to die alone. And they are afraid of dying alone. That's basically what it is. What the left has done and it is insidious to the worst degree. Knowing that they have, through their policies, some of their policies were helped by Republicans, but through their policies. You see, their policies brought about with the Ritalin and the Prozac and the rest of it, the schizoid behavior and the incel behavior that we are now seeing throughout the internet today if women want to blame anything on masculinity or the reason why men are this that and the other thing or even the reason why men are sipping today, simping today it has to go through the through the pharmaceutical industry one psychology in the modern era, too. The school districts all throughout the country, especially in the major metropolitan cities, three. How they interact with each other to create a system that does not bring the success out of men, especially African American men, and especially and demonize white dude white guys for. And by creating that setup, as it were, they create a society that brings about self-doubt, self-hatred, and ill-gotten responses and how to handle certain situations, especially when it comes to... Rejection 5 There is no such thing as a radical feminist No such thing I have witnessed it with my own eyes. I have experienced it in my life there is no such thing there are only weapons of the left wing culture conglomerate as it were the big tent it is that particular type of movement when they're younger to say they express themselves and be free and all the rest of it. That is what I mean by scions of the devil. That's what I mean. Black women, unfortunately, in particular, black women made the decision that black men ain't shit for whatever reason. They're radical feminists. They've all accepted this. They can go between God to God, all the rest of it. As long as what is between their legs feel good, it doesn't even matter. They might say it may matter, but it doesn't matter. They can just go get another man what they want. Do they care? No. What happened? Democrats accepted it and has promoted the black woman To an unhealthy phase. Deeply unhealthy to African American women in particular. Because they always feel tired and they write about their tiredness and all the rest of these things. But let's make it let's make it clear. Let's give it a buck. The devil will get his due. You understand? So if the black woman or other women in this country all over the West feel tired, all the rest of these things, and don't want to do this, and all the rest of these things, see it for what it is. Tras exclusionary, feminist. There is no such thing. Aaron Clary kept it to a very simple premise. Does this woman hate a man or not? And he said most hate men and wish not to deal with them. The fact that all of them have decided to chose the corporation, the entertainment industry, sometimes the churches in the Unitarian Church, sometimes schooling, college, universities, the fact they chose all of this instead of being a mother should give everybody pause to the realization that their society is about to break into a billion pieces. Not because of the women themselves, but on the preconceived notions these women have and not raising their children right or not even having children at all. The fundamental fact is this. Your grandparents went through worse times. Your great-grandparents went through worse times. Your parents may have gone through certain times that might have been difficult in certain cities and not so difficult in other cities. But when a society even has the question, having children, that society is headed to death that society is about to die. And I have very sad news for all the Muslim friends of mine. You're being used and you're being played by these liberals in ways you cannot be even be ready to accept. You're not ready to accept it, bruh, okay? There is no difference in, with men. There is no difference. Is that you are a little bit more in tune to how these women behave. And you have more space to express how you handle things on a sexual matter. Fine, I get, I get it. But neoliberalism plays you worse than even they played the Catholics or any other race, or even men of all races and creeds. They play you worse. They use immigration to do it. Not to help people out, not to help yourself, not to help your family. They open the doors of their country so that the women in their country can feel a certain amount of danger and excitement on the fears. And a lot of those fears are legitimate, mind you. That's why I said sorry for y'all. On terrorism done by extremists in that particular religion. Hystrophilia on a societal scale that people will not tell you about. And it's scary to think about. One of the things that when I as I end this segment to put this all on a plate and look at the whole palette of this particular situation that we see and how men are going to go through it there's two things that that track cons are failing on it and one of the things that i am going to or others have to start thinking about doing in order to get these incels away from the hatred that they did not cause and the self-loathing they were victims, true victims of, because if you ask them the drugs that they took when they were at school. Then shit starts to open up if they took any. If they took, if they're just in confidence, just in discussion. Did you take any like um, prescription drugs, what have you, just in discussion privately? And if you start beginning to see that it is connected to this. It's connected. Instead of doing the bullshit and saying that they got a man up and married these women who already got children and all over the day. If the bio father is not dead or in prison for a heinous crime. And we know what type of heinous crimes are. The worst thing these trad cons have done. And a lot of them have done it and they have, and this is the reason why I'm distancing myself, not only from the African-American community, especially when NOI and all the rest of them talk about we need to protect women and all the rest of it because that shit's dead. I'm distancing myself on that premise alone. Alone, I have to distance myself from both the tricons and the American community on that reason alone. But if there is going to be a community that's going to get certain things right, and I don't even think the Packerwood got this thing right, too, even though he his heart is in the right place, mostly. Have anybody given the consideration of getting plane tickets out? If not, if they cannot survive, if they cannot... Be successful, say in Idaho or all these other places, and they don't feel like they want to raise children now. Hold all the rest of these places, fine. Get them plane tickets out of this country. Has anybody fought in that direction? Get them away from a. Society that don't want them anymore. And get them into places where if they say they want somebody that is this, 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 and this, that fits the standard, and all the rest of it, that person's there. And actually looks good this, that, and the other. You first have to build up their confidence first, tell them that a lot of the things they did are not at fault, and then get them to set up so they can leave for a while, build themselves up, build this so that they get certain things there, and then they can start having children and all the rest of these things. But you never think in that direction. Never think in that direction. Then let me tell you what's going to happen if you don't do it in that direction. You can't fit any of these systems if you don't give them the direction in order to get their lives together so they can reward you back. And to start rewarding others. It's not about leaving just to leave. It's leaving to get yourself to build the world that y'all say y'all want. And you are not ready for that discussion. You're not ready. If you can't do those two things, all the talk in the world of trying to get back this republic to an even keel to a place where every man can secede falls on deaf ears and becomes a trail of tears. We'll be back with more right after this be Beyond This Earth. Beyond This Earth will continue right after these messages. We now return you to Beyond This Earth. Welcome back. We got a bunch of interviews, hopefully coming soon. I'm gonna start sending emails out to those that are interested in trying to be in these interviews. Hopefully, now that I I think i got gotten the confidence and hopefully we'll have the openings that we need to get these particular things on that particular place. Sorry if I'm getting my words a little bit fumbled. Hopefully, maybe Mr. Greer will come. Uh, a couple of others might also arrive, and we will t- shoot things, as it were, as I—I I, I mean, you know, talk the shit. That's what I mean. Hopefully, that we'll get to that uh, particular place as well. Uh, Short thing about Netflix and about next week's episode. I'm going to talk about Korean entertainment the reality of Korean entertainment. I put out an article on the beyond this earth blog That is connected to the site I want y'all to read that before we get it because I'll be using that as a basis for my argument about the reality of Korean entertainment and how it is the most cynical play Hollywood has ever done in recent memory. We'll get to that as well. In the next couple of weeks, hopefully with these interviews, we'll finally get back to a normalized schedule. Uh, I thought that I was going to only do 30 minutes, but we're lucky to get some of it in and it will be 10 I mean it would be the full episode this week Next week I'm not sure It's a week by week basis But we're trying to get everything into a certain place As it were concerning that But for Netflix to defend David Chappelle In this particular situation With the particular transphobia as it were and his comments to the same. Netflix is in a crossroads between the future of the company and where the company is headed. And a lot of people do not understand How close the precipice is. Netflix not being a player in the streaming wars. They're very close. David Chappelle is owed a lot of money to see by CBS. CBS owes him a lot of money. The David Chappelle show was one of the biggest hits in in recent memory. They're trying to recreate a similar thing with Charlemagne and it is a joke to coin the phrase David Chappelle was allowed to speak and make jokes About the situation in the world today Now I'm not a person That is towards the NOI or all the rest of it. I'm not with that, but I understand aspects of it. A lot of people are gonna have to confront the way they see each other in life. Because I wanna say one thing that is important. I didn't get to say in the second segment, but it's important to the to the whole argument that we're seeing today Concerning the connection with all of this Remember I said that Aaron Carey said in the blog that most m- women hate men And in that argument Here's something that you need to consider if this is the case and it is true why In the world is anybody surprised that some men become gay, if this is the truth. Why is anybody surprised that some men become gay? Why is it any surprise? No one should be shocked when a human being continues to get rejected and rejected and rejected and he doesn't know how to handle that rejection for as long as it takes. There are just some men that are that stubborn. Fine, but but there are some men that can never be stubborn forever. And it reaches to a certain point where this is the way things are. I got to do things the way it is. So what is happening is, and this is another dark truth that people are not going to accept. A lot of women hate themselves. If you don't believe me, go see the plastic surgery. Crisis surgery report. And I'll mention that in a, in this in the upcoming segment. We've gone a little bit over. But, again, the interviews and all the rest of it are coming soon. We'll be back with the final segment right after this. Beyond This Earth will continue right after these messages. back to Beyond This Earth. This is Novi Hollaback. That's Hollerback. Final segment. Dealing with space. Shatner. That's William Shatner. Finally goes into the edge of the earth. He was positively overcome with emotion. It was interesting to see. But there were some people that weren't too happy with what they saw You know who he is, Mr. Decay, Former Sulu On Star Trek In the Prime Universe Said some things on the Twitter Pretty much saying that a little bit of a gay slur that wasn't a gay slur. And pretty much said this is not space. You didn't reach there. You just did it with Richmond and all the rest of it. Okay. Argument. Fine. Shatner slapped him back. So good. It's sad that these arguments are continuing over a dirty second shot in the nineteen sixties. It's sad. Absolutely sad. You can't let the man have his moment. He's ninety years old. He is Captain Kirk. We don't know how much longer he will stay on this planet, But that's heaven to him. You got to let certain things go, man. And that is one that people need to let go. But politics won't. Browning points on this social platform won't. And so we get the bullshit that we see, but it was a logical slapback by Mr. Shatner. More like a punch. More like a punch. Speaking of space, there may be a planet that orbits three stars. A recent... Finding from a European observatory has just done simulations on a star system, a recently born star system that is around Orion's arrows, if you want to put it, uh, 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 the Orion's bow. And they have Found out that it is possible, but they're not sure yet, possible, that there is a planet orbiting three stars. Since a majority of the universe, or the galaxy as it were, have three stars surrounding the area, if there are planets, it is very possible that we have more planets out there in the day galaxy than previously thought. What a wild time. Let's see that We have three. We have planets with three stars. Science fiction? Nope, not science fiction. It could be possibly science fact. Who would have dunked it? We'll have more space stories. We may even have an episode that dealing with space in the second half of our season three, hopefully soon with some fascinating interviews from those that absolutely adore the exploration of our galaxy and discoveries of the universe and ways that we can actually really truly protect the womb that is the earth ultimately called the earth I don't want to go back into these particular things but I stated some things that on the second segment that I wanted to finish up and just put things on a bowl for this episode. Just to let you know about how self-hatred can hurt things and hurt success for the future of a person. You may not like this. You may believe that I'm just fibbing. This is not a fib. I don't fib about these things. Just to show you how sad things are becoming. There is a website that was recently made by plastic surgeons. And the plastic surgeons decided it it collated this data together it's not complete is incomplete but they decided to collate this information together especially in the age of covid to just collect data that sort of thing and to showcase what's going on so the plastic surgeons group that had this website the recent new website had All types of data on all the plastic surgeries that have been done in this country. Not the rest of the world, this particular country. Rhinoplasties, facial, um, other body things such as sculpting out the fat from the belly, that sort of thing. And other things of importance as well. But, there was an interesting finding, people figured out. Even though there were people waiting for surgeries to remove tumors from cancers that were still growing, especially during this world event crisis heart stints that needed to be replaced other particular things that needed to be replaced to teeth such as um, family members and others that are having problems with their teeth, they haven't come in because of COVID and the possibility of spreading it, so they're losing their Things that they need to use in order to make sure they're um, they can still eat. It, it, it's a scary thing when you see your friends' uh parents lose their teeth. It's a scary thing to see. And they're not able to visit the visit doctors in order to make sure their teeth is Safe it scares is to scare people But one of the things that's to scare the shit out of you Is the Humongous Almost an outrageous level Of mastectomies Now Remember, there was a humongous delay in all other important work concerning cancer. I just mentioned it earlier. But there was a whole lot of mastectomies that is... You know, removing not mastectomies in the sense of they pretty much there were stuck there were re- there were surgeries to remove the breast. Now, this has nothing to do with cancer. Some of it was, at least some of it was. But you will not believe the age group that were doing this. It wasn't in the older age groups. They were still in normal levels. Actually, a little less than that because they couldn't do anything because of the cancer. They were delayed at least a year. But during the 18 month time period of this world event crisis the largest amount of surgeries dealing with chest removal non-cancerous were between the ages of 13 to 22 actually it's 16 to 22 That should scare a lot of people because one, there isn't an increase in cancer in children during that 18-month period. There may have been, but it's not that high. You had situations with COVID, which made this worse, that COVID could have spread. The worst thing about this is, is that the level of acceptance for these particular types of surgeries is beyond the norm. When there were other people trying to get rid of cancers through surgery and all the rest of it. The self-hatred of what a woman is and how she she be seen on herself is so bad that these young girls are stripping their bodies of what is needed to bring another child into this world when they come of age. Stripping it off. Because they're trying to protect themselves from men. But that's not fully true. That's not fully true. It is a hatred that is exploited by the media that does not respect what a woman's supposed to look like and respect something that will ultimately kill them, whether it is through COVID, health, heart disease, diabetes, and all the rest of it. The very thing that Joe Rogan was complaining about healthy lifestyles, Sanjay Gupta went out and said to Don Levin, don't worry about it. The man's a crank But we have the evidence shown here That these young women hate themselves To the point where they will cut off very important parts of their own development in order to protect themselves from men they don't want to be near But in other cases, to become a new form of attractiveness, as it were. Hate men, but love what they have between their legs. Especially for those that are older than 18. It is a sickening sight to see. And this self-hatred is continuing. So women hate themselves. They hate men. They become turfs, and they become sex workers in order to gain money from simp's and those that have a little bit of a hitch in their minds, a little bit of a. Fetish a little bit of the excitement and the pizzazz, if you were, a drag in the camp, to the point where some women are convinced who are single mothers to daughters that they don't want them to be stepped into that so they cut off the thing they need in order to to promote the next generation. At a time when things need to develop, I want y'all to think about this. I want y'all to understand how bad that they hate a lot of men's guts. And I want y'all to understand that you're going to have to make a decision to let these women go and let them self-destruct. Validation of your own self does not come from another woman. Validation of your existence should not come from another woman. Validation for a man should come from his own mental point of origin, his imperial self. Anything other than that are just excuses for a man's self-destruction. And I want to end it with this because I think this is not a black pill, but this is a realization of the reality of the situation at hand. Maybe we cannot change the way the world is. Maybe we cannot change the situation that has become of us, but the unfortunate truth is a lot of millennial men are going to be used as examples their whole fucking lives. I'm sorry to say this for a lot of men. A lot of millennial men and a, and a smattering, a polarity of Gen Z men are have been brought into this world, unfortunately as examples from God for those that still have some semblance of a soul of what not to do as a man. That is all they're there for. It is unfortunate to say these things. But unfortunately, God put them on this earth to become examples of what not to do as a human being, as a man in particular. That's why certain men in this world, all over the world, can't be saved. No matter how much we try. They have to be made examples of victims. Unknowing and unknowing, not even that they want to become that way, but they have to be, they are become examples of what not to do as a man until the TradCons see this, until the religious people all over the world see this, and recognize it for what it is, we are going to continue to have problems solving these issues for the men that will be born into this world and how they are going to navigate through this world. That's all that needs to be said Next week The reality of Korean entertainment And a whole lot more For you Thank you for listening to This second episode of Beyond This Earth We're on Spotify Apple Podcasts Google Podcasts Podcasts Added Soon on Stitcher Very soon On Stereo app very soon on very soon on Clubhouse, very soon on Spotify Green Room and wherever you get the radio shows. This is Nova Hollak. Take care of yourselves. Stay safe. And we will see you next time. On beyond this earth! Beyond This Earth is a Garo Gothic production.